today, I just have one uh, reflection for us. Holy Mother Church gives us this beautiful encounter between Jesus and the leper right before Lent begins, and that's on purpose. And she pairs it up with the pretty extreme dictates of the Mosaic Law for what you would do, what you had to do when you had leprosy. And that's on purpose. Remember, at this time, at this time in history, leprosy was a highly communicable death sentence. You were definitely going to die. And it was a horrible way to die. You basically slowly rotted to death while you were still alive. And you were cast out from your community. And your only friends were the people who were also slowly, painfully dying. It was a life of hopelessness. It was a life of great despair. And so Jesus fulfills the law, though. He fulfills the law and the prophets. And he does something that uh, would have been totally unthinkable at this time. He reaches out and he touches this guy to prove that fulfillment. That would have looked absolutely insane. Absolutely. It would have been like week one of COVID when we thought like blood was going to pour out of your eyes if you got it. And you just went up to somebody and started like messing with them and like rubbing your mouth and like rubbing their mouth. Like, what are you doing? Your eyes are going to liquefy and you're going to die. It just would have seemed insane. And in this case, it was kind of insane because you would die. Jesus reached out and touched him, and the man let him touch him. He gave him permission. He gave him consent to touch him. And as soon as he touched him, he was made whole. He was healed. Sin is a disease. It's a dis-ease. It's something that causes us to not be at ease. It's something that takes our peace away. And when it comes into our lives, the devil, who's working 24 hours a day, seven days a week to try to convince us we're garbage, he loves to combine it with shame. It's one of his favorite tools. And he whispers to us after we sin, that was really bad. In fact, that was so bad that you're bad. It's, it's, it's ruined you on some level. You can't be fixed. You can't be healed. You can never tell anyone this because they would reject you. They'd judge you. They'd cast you out. You got to keep this hidden. It's the only way to survive. It's the only way that somebody like you can survive. Sound familiar? He's very, very convincing. But here's the truth. He's a liar. One of his titles is he's the father of lies. So everything that comes out of his mouth is tainted, twisted, and untrue. It's meant to cause us dis-ease, to take our peace away. The truth is that Jesus isn't worried about our sins. He's not worried about anything. And he's especially not worried about our sins. He isn't enraged or disgusted by us. In fact, it's the exact opposite. 
He delights to forgive the sins that we keep hidden deep in our heart. It brings him joy to heal us of the evil that we've done because he's already destroyed the power of that evil. It's done. It is finished. He loves bringing that evil-destroying power into our soul and manifesting it there. My challenge to us this Lent is to start to believe that and to go to confession. We always go to confession during Lent. We should. But before we go this year, this is what I want us to do. Look deep into the heart. Not like the surface, like deep into the heart. You know, we're very tempted to like, all right, I got to, you know, if you're not in the habit of going to confession, especially like, all right, I got to go to confession. My wife is dragging me. My husband is dragging me. My like whoever is dragging me. Got to be a good example for the kids. Like da, 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 da. You go in like, <clears throat> bless me, Father, for I've sinned. Uh, I'm actually pretty awesome. And... Uh, the sins I'm going to mention now aren't the real sins that I commit. Uh, they're the ones that I think you hear enough to not judge me about them. Amen. That's an invalid confession. Because a confession is an intimate heart-to-heart -heart encounter with Jesus. You come before him broken and bloody and say, I can't fix myself. I did this to myself but I can't, I can't fix it. And he delights to do it for us. He lives to do it for us. My challenge is for us to look at our hearts and to look at those things that cause us shame and fear and dread and sadness and despair and hopelessness and to recognize that those are the things that you bring to confession. That's what confession is for. It's time to bring them. We're not guaranteed even tomorrow, right? It's time to bring them. It's time to be free of them. The freedom is just sitting, waiting for you there. Arms wide open, big smile on his face, not worried about anything, beside himself with excitement at the prospect that you might let him love you how he's always wanted to love you. Fall at his feet this Lent and let him reach out and destroy whatever's been destroying you.